everybody, it's the Film Pigs. We are the it sounded so subdued. only podcast that talks about movies on the internet. Uh, my name is Stephen Fall. And I'm TV's Todd Robert Anderson. And uh, Steve Skelton cannot be here because he's in Poland. Yeah, and he's got internet problems now too. Oh man, I hate when I have internet problems. Yeah. He should see a doctor. Well, we're going to uh, launch right into um, a segment we call Movie News. That is a, uh, a basically where we have our crack team of reporters. We, we have two good competing teams, and we send them out and uh, to cover all the latest movie news. And uh, let's start with uh, News Chief Todd. Oh. Uh, Bureau Chief. Bureau Chief. Bureau Chief, yes. Uh, I have a couple of interesting items okay. that have come across my desk. All right, well, let's get one, and then we'll trade off. All right, sounds good. Um, this is very exciting news. Okay. It should be extra exciting for you. Yeah. Uh, they are rebooting the Leprechaun franchise. What? With a film called Leprechaun Origins. <laughs> It, I always wondered about the origin story. <laughs> it is a, a WWE produced sure. uh, movie, okay. and it stars. Uh, if I understand the reporter who gave me this news scoop, uh-huh. uh, it, it stars a little person wrestler. Oh, you know. Uh, oh, as the leprechaun. As the leprechaun. So Warwick Davis is out. Uh-huh. And uh, a little, although they're saying they're going to try to get him to do a cameo. Okay. Um, and they promise it will be darker in tone. And not as jokey? It won't be as jokey. Okay. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it will deliver on that level because there's no way a movie about a killer leprechaun could be campy unless you meant it to be. (laughs) Uh, I don't see how it could be serious. (laughs) I don't know either, but that is the, that is what they do now. They take uh, uh, old humorous films and then they make and try them to make them straight. Serious. Yeah, because because comedy horror, which is one of my favorite genres, just doesn't play that well. I guess not, but yeah. I mean they do that. They they remove the levity from absolutely everything. I know it's become ridiculous. I wonder if it's going to be found footage. <laughs> oh God! Oh please, God no! We've found all the footage. All the footage has been found. Yeah, there's no more footage left. Yeah. Stop finding. Well, that's a good report. Um, so I'm, my, my reporters brought me Oscar news of the nominations, but I, I, I kicked them out. Because, oh, you know, who cares? Yeah, asshole. Really? We talked about Golden Globes last time. Oscars. Whatever. But uh, the big news that I would be remiss not to bring to attention is the announcement today that J.J. Abrams is uh, in final negotiations to direct the uh, Star Wars uh, Episode Seven. Oh. Yeah. That's why uh, I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. But I did see on my Twitter feed, uh, Peter uh, Tensio said, oh, something new happened with Star Wars? I guess I just won't go on the internet for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J.J. Abrams, who, you know, when they first obviously asked him about it when, when, when uh, Disney bought Lucasfilms for $4 billion, and he said he's not interested. But I guess uh, Spielberg convinced him because uh, he's doing it. Oh, okay. So I Spielberg's guess. involved? Uh, I I think he had some. I think he, they 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 went to him and stuff like that, and Kathleen Kennedy and, and stuff, and they got JJ to do it. All so right. well, you know, honestly, I thought his Star Trek movie was yeah. a better Star Wars movie than any of the Star Wars. Movies. Right, and it was less Star Trek and more Star Wars. So why well, not? It's gonna and and what I read is and who knows if this is true. Well, I I know the the guy uh, Michael Ernst or whatever who did Toy Story three. Who wrote that is writing it. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah. uh, 
but there there's talk of bringing back um, uh, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill as uh, older incarnations. What uh, about Ford? Of themselves, uh, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I, I you know he's hard to wrangle. Yeah, he is. But I he wanted Han Solo to die. Uh huh. You know how he died at the end of yeah, or got frozen. I mean, he wanted Han Solo to die in the original trilogy, right? And then so maybe they'll be able to wrangle him back if they promise him a character death. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if there are nerdgasms or nerd rage happening right now. Like, I, I don't have a good meter on that. It's hard to my say. my nerd dar is off. Your nerd dar is off. Yeah, it's hard to say. I would say there's a lot of uh, nerd excitement. Yeah, uh, if you're the star kind of. If you're the kind of Star Wars person that grew up on the original trilogy mm-hmm. and then you love the prequels despite yeah. uh, rose-colored glasses type yeah. nerds, then I'm sure they're super excited. But anyone else, I would imagine, is uh, you know, yeah. reserved. Well, before we go into your next uh, piece of news, I-, I see there is news that you need a new printer. Yeah, my printer uh, went wonky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As printers are wont to do. Todd, what's your next piece of news? It's very. Oh, this is very exciting. All right. Uh, Dolph Lundgren oh, did shit. an interview and and leaked that they plan on shooting Expendables three, starting in the fall. Really? I mean, he's not an official source because he's just basically <laughs> waiting around for that job. Yeah. But he says that he has been told that Expendables three will, uh, in fact, happen. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Did Expendables two make enough enough dollars overseas? Expendables two made three hundred million dollars. Uh, there you overseas. go. That's all you uh, need. Even though it didn't do as well domestically as the original. I, I gotta say, this uh, Stallone movie looks kind of fun. Bullet in the head. Yeah. Well, I'm mostly excited about it because it's Walter Hill. Yeah. Um, but the the early buzz on it is yeah. kind of on the fence. Well, if if you want to hear my my true feelings of it, go to Geek Nation and watch our uh, next week's uh, yes. Film Pigs web show on yeah. GeekNation.com, and I, I I talk about it there, on, on my deck. There's a reason to tune in. There's a reason. Well, my last piece of movie news. It's not really news, but it, it did get me thinking. Uh, there was uh, first images of Jim Carrey in, in Kick-Ass 2 came out. Oh, yeah. And uh, it got me thinking, Jim Carrey is has joined a sequel of a sort of underwhelming movie mm-hmm. franchise, I guess. Yeah. Where is his career right now? Just... He's he's also playing a supporting character in Burt Wonderstone, the new Steve Carell, uh, Steve Buscemi movie. Mm-hmm. Um, his last movie was Mr. Popper's Penguins. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a Dumb and Dumber Part 2, T-O, T-O coming up. Uh, I thought they pulled the plug on that. Maybe. I don't know. It's still on IMDb. Uh, what has happened to Jim Carrey? Um, well, um, I think... I think a lot of comic stars... I mean, you can ask the same question about Jack Black. Like, what happened to that guy? Yeah. Um, and I think that when... And I, I loved Jim Carrey's movies early on. Yeah. I really did. But I think... And Jack Black, too, really. Um, but I think that they're... They do... And it's not... I'm not saying that they can't... Because I think they both stretch themselves to some degree. Sure, Total Sunshine is a, yeah. a really great movie. Yeah, I don't think he's... I, I think he's a good actor. Um but I think also his comic thing that right. he did with Ace Ventura and, his manic, and all that, that manic yeah, thing is out of fashion. It, well, it's just 
it gets old fast. It's yeah. it, once you once you've done that a couple of times, you have to move on. And right. I think he did that a lot and continued to do it because yeah. that's what the studios wanted him to do. Yeah. And he took the money and he's really rich. Yeah. Um, so now it's time for him to, you know, uh, take some pay cuts and reboot his career yeah. and, and become a new artist. And I think he can. It's just, it's just weird. It, it, it seems like there would be better vessels than Kick-Ass 2. Well, I agree. Um, although, you know, that's a fanboy favorite. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I, you know, as far as... Getting a new audience yeah. for himself. I don't know. It's not not necessarily a bad choice. No. Um, although, you know, I would be more interested in Kick-Ass 2 if it was Nick Cage and Jim Carrey in a movie together. Right. Um, but that, that'd be good. But, but it's not. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that said, that was movie news. Burn, Hollywood, burn. I smell a riot going on. First they're guilty, now they're gone. Yeah, I'll check out a movie. But it'll take a black one to move me. Oh, that's right. That's Public Enemy. And uh, they they lead us into uh, our theme segment uh, for the podcast. Uh, thank you, Chuck D. Thanks, Chuck. Um, he wrote that for us. That was very nice of him. Yeah. Um, and prophetic. And prophetic. So the theme is uh, computers and movies. <laughs> that's very exciting. Yeah. Now, uh, I, I, I'm just going to sort of go through, uh, um, just name check a bunch of movies kind of, kind of chronologically. I'm not... I'm I'm starting 68 with uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Sure, how? Uh, I'm not going to go super earlier than that because there were a couple like weird punch card movies and and weird stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, uh, but um, so so these are sort of big salient things that I could think of in in terms of computers and movies. Um, and you know, obviously, and and we'll talk about it. But computers and movies are are, are more than anything I can think of are. Technology in movies, let's just say, because robots kind of come into into play here, because uh, their computers uh, are really beholden to the time. Mm-hmm. They don't have a long shelf life. No technology, and uh, so, but but uh, oddly enough, we begin with one that doesn't have a shelf life, and that's how. Yeah. So, and we'll we'll talk more about that. The, just to, to list them off, uh, the computer wore tennis shoes, uh, 1970, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Gets merged with mixed up with a computer, <laughs> and he's a computer. I've never seen that. Movie. Yeah, uh, Black Hole in '79, a Disney movie starring Vincent. Vital information necessary. Centralized. Uh huh. Which is uh, started the big anagram uh, thing that continued with Daryl in 1985. Mm-hmm. Uh, data analyzing robot youth life form. Yes, yes, that's um, an exciting picture. Then go back. We had Tron, of course, in '82. Uh, uh, War Games. In yeah, uh, eighty three or four, all about the computer. All about the computer, F- figuring um, out the tic tac toe. That's right. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, which is a, where it started the video game. Was that oh, element of it? Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah. Um, Electric Dreams, which we'll talk about more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weird Science, which yeah. is not necessarily about a computer, but a computer is is the uh, is the the Frankenstein table of yes. of of that of that Frankenstein adaptation. Um, uh, Lawnmower Man, which was a big graphics-heavy... Marvelous film. Yeah. Uh, uh, sneakers, which sort of got into hacking. We, we started sort of the hacking phase. The hacking phase, phase. Yeah. Um, uh, Disclosure, which was... Uh, which, which brought in... Um, <laughs> probably one of the silliest uses of computers ever, but it's a uh, virtual reality movie, or at least part of the... The, the files are on this virtual filing system and he puts on the big glasses and, and, and there's a, and he's walking down the hallway 
at virtually, but then he's spotted virtually, and someone else is walking down the hallway. It's like a chase in a oh, virtual. Yeah. Really stupid. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> and then you get hackers in '95, which is mm-hmm. a big sort of sort of geek boy favorite. Um, uh, the net with Sandra Bullock. Sure, yeah. Uh, and Dennis Miller stand for the internet. Short for the internet. Yeah, that was fancy. Um, and then you got you got the Bone Collector, which is one of my personal faves. Where where Wait, uh, was Virtuosity not one? Yeah, that's in there. That's oh, okay. in there. I, I just I think that was out of order. Um, Bone Collector, where Den, uh, where Denzel, Denzel is a, a the whole time? yeah he's a he's a paraplegic uh, uh, investigator who uses uh, the internet. Bitch of a job, Denzel. Yeah. Bitch yeah. of a job. Yeah, Virtuosity and Johnny Mnemonic, which are two sort of uh, mm-hmm. sort of similar movies. Uh, and then you have the sort of paranoid uh, enemy of the state. Um, oh, yeah, we're movie, the spy which is about satellite spy satellites. Yeah. Um, and exits uh, existence, which was David Cronenberg's uh, uh, plug-in to your belly video game mm-hmm. virtual reality thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got mail, which is is different, oh, is, is low yeah. tech, but it's it's an up, up, uh, updating of uh, what store across the street, around the corner, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, which was letters, but this is email. Uses email. Uses yeah, email. Um, so the, that's the only rom com on here, really. Um, uh, the Matrix, of course, big seminal movie. Mm-hmm. Where, where the, 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 we're all inside a computer. Um, Swordfish, where um, uh, just a little quote here: the hero creates cryptographic algorithms by rotating spectacular three-dimensional shapes with lovely textures on a machine with at least five monitors. <laughs> also notable for paying uh, Halle Berry to show her boobs. Yes. Um, Minority Report, which is futuristic crime solving. Um, Another marvelous, yeah, using, marvelous using touchscreen. Yeah. Uh, and then you had a couple silly, uh, silly uh, mid mid two thousand movies: Antitrust and Firewall. Oh gosh, I yeah, forgot about Antitrust. About, about a, you know uh, security, big data security. Yeah, Firewall was Harrison Ford and Paul Bettany, right? Yeah. Uh, similarly, uh, Live Free or Die Hard is about um, a terrorist using oh, right. cyber terrorism. Oliphant. Yeah. Zo, my sorry, my dog. What's up, Zo? Zo does not like computers in the movies. She's not into it. I wish you could see her. She has her. Uh, she has a, um, a a platypus, and she's barking at us. It's not a real platypus. No, it's a fake platypus. Um, I'm just. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna record here for a second. <laughs> this is us podcasting. She looks so aggravated. Zo, why are you so mad? What's wrong, Zo? You don't like movies about computers? Zoe doesn't like computer movies, you guys. Zoe, shall we play a game? All right, moving on. Um, uh, Untraceable, which is uh, uh, Diane oh, yeah, Lane. Yeah, a serial killer. Yeah, serial there. killer who... This is like the big YouTube movie. Now yeah, we're moving yeah, into yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Although that was sort of a kind of a, a ripoff of uh, Fear.com, yes? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh Again, uh, Eagle Eye is sort of a little enemy of the state. Oh, yeah, Eagle um, Eye. But where the, where the person he's talking to is a computer. Yes. Yeah, it's a little hallish. Um, Gamer, oh, which we Gamer. saw. Oh, yeah, that's by the guys who directed Crank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamer and surrogates, kind of vaguely similar. One's, yeah. a, one's a game. You, use a, you have an other body to, to live in a game. Gamer's and, more violent, though. Well, no, no, but, but the, the idea yeah, of, the of your, yeah, yeah. Um, and surrogates with, with Bruce Willis. But surrogates um, does have uh, Gabriel Olds in it. <laughs> that's true. So, you know. Film Pig's, like, uh, friend of Film Pig's, Gabriel Olds. Um, source Code. Oh, yeah. Which I kind of like that one. Yeah, that's, that's okay. The train blown up. Yeah, yeah. That's by the guy who did uh, Moon, yeah? 
uh, uh, David Bowie's kid. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then uh, sort of the mo- most recent that I could think of, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh yeah, where where you know Elizabeth is a hacker. And she's, moon kind of has a computer, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk. Well, yeah, we'll, oh, we we'll that, that moon, yeah. well, we won't. Well, we didn't get to moon, but moon may figure later in the in the podcast. Um, so anyway, technology and computers, you know, in the modern era, are pretty unavoidable. They're 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 a fact, and particularly mm-hmm. when you're doing thrillers, and you know, much like cell phones, yeah. uh, you know, the internet is always always functioning in 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 movies. And I guess my question is the fact that it's so. It, that it's not evergreen at all. That it's so that it has such a short shelf life. Yeah. Are computers in the movies worth it? <laughs> That's a really good question. I mean, and and it's not necessarily uh, about it, it. It goes beyond just movies that are specifically about dealing with a computer. Yeah. Just any movie, especially when they're it's futuristic movies. Yeah. Where they're dealing with whatever they can imagine the future, like Minority is. Report, for instance. Yeah, and you, and as soon as five years have passed, the yeah. technology looks quaint and ridiculous, right. even though it's set in the future. Yes. So yeah, it's it's a problem. It's but a problem. It's how can you, and you know beyond that, there's like the the classic you know horror movie trope now of oh our cell phones don't work. Yeah. Because computers solve so many of the problems. Right. That used to terrify us yeah. that we couldn't simply just make a phone call yeah. or uh, bounce something off a satellite. Right. So now it's just, oh, it's just not working. Yeah. Um, but actually there is one that still kind of, but it's weird. Do you ever see that movie Demon Seed? No. It's about a lady who's in a, a house that's all automated run by a computer. Okay. And then the computer falls in love with her and wants to impregnate her and have a Computer, computer baby, hybrid uh, baby. Sure, sounds good. Um, you know, it's, it's that was on the mini project recently. <laughs> it's sort of ridiculous, but you know, conceptually, it's sort of interesting. But if you look at the movie, the technology is so yeah. it, it, it's so ridiculously wrong, dated. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, and obviously like Tron and Lawnmower Man. I so. I, I guess what holds up the best? Like, what's the best use of computers? Like, I would say Hal. Yeah. I would I would offer that that doesn't feel dated. It doesn't look that dated. It's pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, it it holds up. And, and so, what I sort of started thinking about it is is when it when the computer is more of a character mm-hmm. than uh, and a riff rather than a a graphics heavy element. Uh, a, a, a tool of the story, like swordfish. Yeah, um, you know, I, I feel like you're you have a better chance of the technology having a shelf life, because you know, like in disclosure or whatever, you you, you just can't like like you're talking about. You can't predict what it's going to look like in the future. Minority Report did a pretty good job, I think, actually, of mm-hmm. doing it. The the of showing the uh, yeah, the I think it's a pre- it's a pretty good futuristic version of. Of how you use this sort of touchscreen environment, yeah, that's, that's coming true. to light. You know, that's coming to, into into reality. They have these big tables. They have sort of like computer tables where you're throwing right, right, shit. Right. You know, you're throwing screens. Well, and now right. that's on every procedural cop show that they put out. Yeah, I mean, if you watch Hawaii Five O, at least ten minutes of every episode is people standing around a room and doing that. Oh, see, I don't, digital, I don't watch those digital images. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yes, um, I love it. You know, I know, I know, I, I know. Like uh, hackers and real computer people get really incensed 
by this shit and they have their favorites of what holds up. But for you, just as a viewer, what holds up the best for you of these movies we've talked about? Well, I mean, I definitely agree. I mean, I think 2001 holds up the best of all those movies. But yeah. part, of, part of the reason, I think, it, it goes beyond just... Because if you look at the computer, you know, the blinking cursor computers? Yeah. The, you know, the, the, the green with uh, yeah. green typing on black? Yeah, you have to... You still have to forgive it that. Yeah. But, I mean, I also think 2001 holds up really well because it it deals in space and technology yeah. in the most realistic way possible. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Space is silent, which is true. Yeah. You know, there are no other movies that do that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's part of the reason it, it remains different yeah. because Hollywood would rather have giant explosions in space than, right. you know, represent space as it truly would be. Yeah. Um, even just the, the zero gravity um, running, the habitrail yeah. thing is yeah. still a mind blowing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I also th- I, I also would 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 say I, I think you've got mail. While I don't like that movie, I think it's a really good use of computers in a movie um, because it's just about using it for technology. For I mean, for communication. Yeah. Um, and uh, rather than trying to be too graphics heavy, I mean, I think basically for me, when you, when you get too graphics heavy, it becomes problematic. Um, and when people are able to do things ludicrously quickly, like twenty four. Struck me as bullshit in TV mm. because it'd always be like, "Get me up on those cameras right now, wherever that car is," and instantly you have a feed from that camera. I know, I know. I, I just don't think it works like that. Well, I don't, I don't either. But that's that's a trope now, just in general. Again, on procedural dramas, you know, that that wherever they go, it's like, "Show me all these." Like everybody's got a million cameras in every building everywhere. So right. It's very. It's much easier to solve crimes on TV than it is in reality. If you were going to write, lastly, if you were going to write a uh, movie that heavily featured computers, what would what would it be? Just just off the top of your oh, head. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, um, I don't know. I've never really thought about that before. I, I had an idea. You know, when you're watching pornography, you get these uh, pop-ups of like these gir- webcam girls. Sure, yeah. I thought it'd be cool. Someone's watching porn late at night. Mm-hmm. Webcam girl pops up, and he's like, "Ah, Jesus!" You know, click off whatever, and like the door behind her opens. Like she's busy, like you know, showing her titties or whatever, uh-huh. and and then she gets murdered. Oh, okay, yeah. And and uh, you know, I, I think it'd be good. So so he he pays, right? Mm-hmm. So now she can see him, right? And he's the only one. They're having like a one on one, right? She gets murdered. The murderer looks and sees him, and then like fucking starts typing, looking up oh, his IP yeah, address and shit. Good, he's trying good, to log yeah. off. He's freaking out. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. I think that'd be a good movie. That, Don't uh, steal that. How, well, just, just you know, you're taking it to the next level, but just so you know, Halloween Resurrection does have uh, a sequence like that. Oh, Webcam Girl Getting Killed. Well, because it's a reality show that's being broadcast live on the yeah. internet. And then Michael Myers starts picking people off. And the yeah, people, this is different. People, well, no, but the, I'm just saying that scene that you're talking yeah. about where you... See someone online, yeah. and then they're like, "You're just." But this is one on one, and like the killer can see because you're yeah, logged yeah, on. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that'd yeah. be really cool. Yeah. No, I'm I'm all for it. All right, everybody. Well, that's computers. We'll revisit this in our game a little later, but um, now it is time for movie jail. Oh. 
The court is in session. This is where we put film professionals in movie j- up on trial, movie jail for crimes against film, where they are remanded to the Robert De Niro Federal Penitentiary in various different wings and levels of servitude. Uh, Todd, approach the bench. Uh, yes, Your Honor. Um... Now I, I'm this is a this is a smaller uh, charge. So what I'm really looking for is to levy some fines against oh. some uh, Holly, major Hollywood players. Okay, I will list them now. So this is like Night Court. It's sort like, of it's sort of like Night Court. Yeah. it's Night Court. Um, so uh, Guillermo del Toro, Quentin Tarantino, Wes Craven. I think I know where you're going with this. And American Pie. I think I know where you're going with this. I. <laughs> Is this a producing They're uh, all, line? These are all names that have presented yes. other movies that yes. they actually had nothing to do with outside of either being friends or having acquired them. Yeah. Um, so, it, I, I'm interested, but I'd like to hear your case. Okay. So, and let me just say, as, as far as American Pie is concerned, how yes. a movie presents another movie, that, that simply doesn't make sense. <laughs> but these these are marketing campaigns. They're very misleading. It reminds me of there was a, a, a straight-to-video movie in the 80s um, where uh, – we've talked about this before. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but you and I have talked about it before where on the, po- the head of the poster, there are all these giant names – and it was like Stallone, Bronson, Swayze. Norris, Swayze in giant letters. Yes. And then in very small letters above the names were Frank Stallone. You know, uh, yeah, Frank Stallone and, and Don Swayze. Don Swayze. And yeah. They were none of the guys. Yeah. That's, that's a cheap trick. So Ju- McQueen Jr. I think McQueen was one of them. <laughs> yeah. And Tarantino, in early when he first started doing this, it was mostly uh, you know underappreciated, uh, underappreciated sure. exploitation films or or overseas uh, martial arts movies. Um, but then he started doing straight to video stuff, and you yeah. get things like Hell Ride, which is just unwatchable. Okay. And part of the reason I got it is, is Quentin Tarantino presents, and I was like, well, you know, at least when he presents stuff, it's usually kind of a fun yeah. acquisition from you know either another country or a long time ago. But that movie is not that. It's like his buddy made this uh, movie about okay. a biker gang, and it's kind of a mess. And Guillermo del Toro, of course, presented Mama recently. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that, which but, people like. I hear it's actually good. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like uh, uh, and like. You know, 50, 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. It's like on the fence. Um, and then American Pie, of course, is like a litany of straight-to-video mm-hmm. uh, titty movies. But my my point being is that it just seems like a cheap trick to put a giant name on top of the poster and the little word presents on it. Even yeah. though the, it, and it gives, you, it gives you the false sense that... Oh, this is a Guillermo del Toro movie mm-hmm. when it simply isn't. Mm-hmm. He really had nothing to do with it. It was just his buddy that he liked, and he liked you know the concept. So he's like, "I'll throw my name on it." Mm-hmm. So it's it's as if it's as if an actor presents another actor's performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense, and it's a cheap marketing scheme. And I I realize 
I, I understand, you know, doing favors for friends and I certainly understand, you know, making a quick buck. I, I think Wes Craven really does it to like sells his name as a brand to put on a poster and they give him a bunch of money and mm-hmm. he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But it just it seems like a cheap trick. And I know it's the marketing departments doing the cheap trick and paying for it. But these people have signed up for it and it just it seems like a cheap trick. The, the the one issue is that Quentin Tarantino and, uh, and Guillermo del Toro, uh, I would need to see specific uh, instances where it's not out of their maybe misguided, but passion for people seeing these movies. You know, Quentin Tarantino is involved in the, the Beverly uh, uh, Art House movie theater here, the Revival House. Um, here he he bought it or whatever whatever he did yeah yeah um, you know these guys have a real passion for movies unlike I think Wes Craven no I, and certainly I, I appreciate Mr. that American and they Pie. can certainly involve themselves in producing or whatever but when they when they spray their name it's bigger than the title of the movie yeah. across the poster that's just simply misleading and if you saw Hellride, you you might change your mind about Tarantino. I don't think that I think he was doing a favor for a buddy, mm. and he wasn't necessarily passionate about people seeing it. All right, um, I'm prepared to levy fines against American Pie and Wes Craven. All right, all right, I'll I, accept that. I will put Guillermo del Toro and Quentin Tarantino on warning. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. Guys, you've been warned. You've been warned. American Pie. We need some money from you <laughs> and Wes. American Pie presents yeah. a movie presented by Quentin Tarantino, which is a production of a Yeah, and 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 by. the the you know, the obvious question there is they they're going to bring up in their appeal National Lampoon, but um, no. Because there's some good National Lampoon presents. There was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could have listed that, but I I well, cuz that there's a history there though because yeah. when they started and it was vacation and animal house and that's what they were putting out national lampoon was still a thing yeah but then the business folded and they yeah. sold their name then, yeah. and it's just branding on straight to video shit yeah so they probably should be fine too at this point <laughs> so I don't know is that, is that my dog no she's no. fine she's just lying over there looking sad the ghosts I don't know is it your fridge? Is your fridge acting out? Oh. oh. I know what that is. That, that, that's Nick Cage, you guys. It gets us every time. It's time for the Nick Cage Memorial Bazaar line reading. Where each week, uh, or each podcast, one of, one, of, one of the pigs puts forth a special line reading mm-hmm. done by any actor they want that uh, qualifies as Nick Cage line reading worthy. Yes. And yes. Todd, what, what do you have for us today? Well, this is rather epic. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a three-minute clip. It's a monologue okay. uh, from a, a movie called Graveyard Shift, <laughs> which was based on a Stephen King story. Sure. Um, and this is an actor uh, named uh, Brad Dourif. Who appeared in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Sure did. And provided the voice for Chucky, the killer doll. And he was uh, he was also the uh, the uh, ill doctor in Deadwood. Yes, it, he's a marvelous actor. Uh, 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 however, unhinged. A very unhinged. Uh, but he's a wild guy. In Graveyard Shift, which is a movie about a factory that's been infested by rats. Ah. 
he plays an exterminator. Uh, and he's talking to the main character in this scene and explaining the truth about the rat problem that this factory has. Let's listen. Yeah. It's, it's about rats. I've been dealing with these things for more than 20 years, and we ain't talking about no candy-ass field mice. <laughs> you son of bitches. Piss on track and poison. They piss on it to warn their little... Fucker friends. <laughs> Take it from me. There's only one way to deal with their kind. He exposes a gun in his ankle. Who's he talking to? The main character. On their own terms. Yeah. <clears throat> First met up with him back in the con TN myself. Biggest puppies, and they had no fear, not a death, nothing, like a Kong. And I ain't one of them burning baby flashback fuck-ups you see Bruce Dern playing to quit your granny. <laughs> Anyways. Meta. Yeah, very. Conditions being what they were back then, we had little choice. We shared land. We shared our Food with the fuckers, and they turn around stabbing us in the back by going to work for the VC. That's right. Because the VC would reward them with a hot meal. He's talking about rats in Vietnam. Now, He's talking about rats in Nam, yes. Do you have any idea what a VC rat eats? No. no. Try raw. American hold mail. Thank you. I don't know what. Come. That way, serving up a meal, real nice and fancy. They'd stake one of our boys to the ground through his hands, through his feet. They'd Just above the abdomen. Now, this wasn't a fatal cut. This is merely an intro wound. Then, they get a rat. A real hungry rat. One that hadn't been feeding for about a week. And they put it on the wound. And they'd stick its nose down inside. And if the damn thing wasn't starving enough, they'd cover it with a flaming rice bowl. And let me tell you, that gray black son of a bitch would have nowhere else to go but inside. Oh. And he'd, he'd start to tone his way through looking to put an end to that loud beating sound. That did human artichoke. Ooh. So hard. So Human artichoke? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, maybe I'm a little prejudiced. <laughs> Brad Dorf, you guys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that wasn't completely scripted. 
I, I can't be sure. I, it's, I don't know. Wow. You could tell the effects because your dog was getting upset just knowing we were listening to that. Yeah, my dog, dogs are very in tune to, to humans, and she was, like, freaking out. I love it. I love it. It's a three-minute monologue in the middle of a movie about rats. Now, it's so good. They kept the entire... Is it one shot? Uh, for the most part. I mean, he moves around. And then they got coverage of the other guy. But yeah, basically it was the camera just following Brad Dourif talking about the, the rats that the Viet Cong tortured his friends with. I love that guy. That He's guy's awesome. unhinged. He's fucking awesome. Um, well, that, great job. Great job. Great, I, great very Nick, could... Nick Cage worthy. Uh, and we're going to move on to a little cold reading. Oh, it's cold reading. We're going to have a special cold reading. Now, in, in, in uh, keeping with our theme, this is a reading from one of my favorite movies of all time. This is from Electric Dreams. Oh, nice. Now, this is an early 80s movie, um, and uh, it is about a, um, a guy who gets a computer mm-hmm. to run his whole house, and um, when he spills some champagne on it, the computer comes to life, basically. Yeah. And uh, he falls in love with Virginia Madsen, his neighbor, who's mm-hmm. a cellist, and so does the computer. See, this is why I never drink champagne when I'm working on my computer. <laughs> So this is the very end when um, basically the computer has has uh, wrecked havoc with Miles' life. But he calls him Moles because he entered it wrong when he first set up the computer. <laughs> so he calls him Moles. And uh, let's see. Um, uh, you know what? I'll, uh, okay. why I'll, I'll read Moles. You want you to read Edgar? Sounds good. So this is the end. Uh, they basically got in a big fight. He's beat the shit out of the computer, but mm. the computer is uh, still still uh, connected and still hooked in, and he walks in with a bat. Okay. And the computer screen is blank, but it sort of comes to life. Hello? Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm leaving. Why? Because I finally found out what love is. What is it? It's give and not take. So I give her to you. And I take myself away. Why would you do that? Because that's what love is. Besides, it's a game for just two people. You're different now. You were ready to turn me off two hours, 28 minutes, and 52 seconds. I, I couldn't do that now. You couldn't, even if you wanted to. I even had to fool myself. I'm really not capable of self-destruct. What did you do? I called long distance. I sent 40,000 volts around the world. It should be in Tokyo by now. On my phone? Don't be upset. I dialed toll-free. What happens when it gets here? Just don't pick up on the first ring. Moles, will you hold me? Hold what? Me. Please. He does. Thank you. The phone rings. Relax, it's just a local call. Just a minute. Would you like to own a free encyclopedia? No, just hang up. No thanks, we don't need any. I think that might be it. You better put me down. He does. Thank you. I feel like a part of me has died. You'll get over it. You know, you never asked me my name. What, what, what is it? Edgar. So long, Miles. So long, Edgar. Edgar's screen reads wrong number. Miles relaxes. Ah, you little... 
Edgar explodes. <laughs> um, in case any of you haven't seen Electric Dreams, I, I don't think it's out on DVD. It's really worth watching. Um, it's not on DVD. I don't. I don't know. Lenny Von Dolan plays uh, plays Miles. He's fucking fantastic. It's a. It's a. It's very dated. It's very weird. There's a Culture Club song in the middle of it. There's like a music video in the middle of it. But it's. Uh, it's 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 a pretty phenomenal movie. Um, uh, that's all I'm going to say. I, I, I it's it's atmospheric and really it's well worth watching. I'm I cannot believe it's not on DVD. I, I don't know. Someone should investigate. But I, I it, it, yeah. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll uh, it's an obsession of mine that movie. Um, and now you guys. Holy shit, we're going to have a game. A game? A cold reading and a game? Both. It's uh, so special. It's like late Christmas, you guys. <laughs> so, um, since we only have, uh, since Steve Skelton is in Poland, we're, we only, this is just going to be Todd against, Todd against himself. Oh. Yes. Yeah. how I usually lose. <laughs> and this, uh, I don't have a name for it, but it's basically, it's a trivia contest. There are 18 questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, I will, I'm going to name a famous uh, computer or robot from the movies. Oh, God. And you're gonna to try to guess. Uh, you're gonna to try to guess the movie. Okay. Now, uh, if you take a, you can get a hint. So you get two points per. Mm-hmm. If you take a hint, uh, you, um, I will give you the name of the actor who played said robot or computer, either in voice or in person. Uh, if there's, if that is not going to be helpful, I'm going to name a different actor in that movie to help you guess the movie. Oh, I see. But okay. then you would only get one point. So you're still trying so to guess the movie. So if I get hints, I only get one point. Correct. Right. Now, on if you don't take a hint on about half of these, mm-hmm. then there's a bonus question, and that is the name of the actor who played said computer or robot. Oh, okay. And you would then get an extra point. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. So I could get uh, conceivably get three points. Conceivably get three on some of them, two on some of them. Okay. Are and you ready? one on some. If I get a hint, I only get one. Correct. All right. Sunny. Sunny? Sunny. Sunny. I'm going to go uh, moon. No, you didn't want a hint. No. No, no I'm no. sorry. That is iRobot. I Oh, right. Uh, played by Alan Tudyk. Forgot about that. All right. Alan Tudyk. I'm going to be more conservative with my guessing. Okay. So, Alfie. Alfie? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Give me a hint. Hint is an actor in the movie, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda? And it's Alfie? It's not on Golden Pond. Uh, you know the famous... famous yeah. uh, Computer that he plays uh, chess with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you old poop, and he forgets his login because he has dementia. Jane Fonda. Do I? Can I get another hint? Or no, that's it. That's the only hint. Yeah, that's uh, it. I don't remember a movie with Jane Fonda and a computer. I don't know the China Syndrome or something. Mm, Barbarella. Oh, Barbarella. Barbarella. Right. Of course. All right. I'm doing really well. Zero points. Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. There's 19 questions. I didn't all right. Know. I'll have a hint. Um, Gene Vanderpile. It's not a great, great hand. No, I don't know. The Black Hole? Ah, it's a Jetsons movie. Oh. From 90. Yeah. Sorry. Was she, she was famous, movie? yeah. All right. Jinx. Jinx? Yeah. You will get some of these, I promise. All right. Uh, give me a hint. 
Uh, this is not the actor who played the thing, but rather an actor in it. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, Jinx, The Explorers? Oh, no. wrong movie. Space Camp. Fuck. He's not in Explorers, I don't think. Oh, is that, yeah. All right. All right. That, that's okay. You, 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 here, here we go. Master Control Program. Master Control Program is Tron. Yes. <clears throat> that is Could, uh, Do I get to guess two that? No, there's no. no. Uh, okay. okay, but this one does have a bonus. Only so far, the first one, iRobot had a bonus. And now this one does. All right. Now, this is a, this is a toughie. Unicron. Unicron? Unicron. Unicron? Yeah. Uh, unicorn, Unicron. I don't know. Give me a hint. This was played by Orson Welles. Unicron? In one of his last performances. Maybe his last performance. Orson Voice. Orson Welles, Unicron. Ah. <laughs> uh, Ah, I, 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 this is an animated movie, Transformers the Movie, from 1995. Oh, shit balls. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's an easy one. The Fembots. The Fembots, that's Austin Powers. Two points. Yeah, no there bonus there. there All right, no bonus on this one. Whopper. Oh, uh, Whopper, that's uh, uh, War Game? War Games. Yes, your hint was Ali Cheedy. Okay. Is that two points? I got two points. Yeah, so now you're up to six. Oh, nice. All right. Number nine. Psycho. Or Sicko. S-I-C-O. S-I-C-O. Sicko. Uh, give me a hint. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers? Um, I'll give you another hint just because this is very hard. Okay. Sylvester Stallone. Carl Weathers and Sylvester Stallone? Uh, Rocky 2? Rocky 4. Rocky 4. It was the road. They, they, they had a helper robot who brought them to the <laughs> Oh, the 80s. All right. So still at six points. Number 10. The Gunslinger. That's the name of the computer? Or robot. Or a robot. Um, would it be uh, Westworld? That would be Westworld. Holy shit. And for a bonus, can you name the actor? Yul Brenner? That is three points. Holy shit balls. Well done. Westworld, the famous old... Uh, yeah, I like that movie. Old robot movie. All right, here's another... There's a, there's a bonus available here. Dot Matrix. Dot Matrix. Dot Matrix. Um, I don't know. Spaceballs? Spaceballs for the bonus. Uh, it's uh, 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 J- Joan uh, Rivers. Joan Rivers in Spaceballs. Dot Matrix. <laughs> You're up to 12 points. Good don't, job. Don't set off her virgin alarm. All right. Here's another bonus is available. Okay. Gigolo Joe. Gigolo Joe? Yeah. Gigolo Joe, and it's a robot or a computer? Gigolo Joe. I don't know. Give me a hint. Well, all right. The, it takes away the bonus. The, yeah. hint, the, the, the person who played this, Jude Law. Jude What's Law. What's the movie? Gigolo Joe. Um, it, was it um, 
Oh, it's uh, AI? AI. Gigolo Joe. 13 points. All right. There's there's no hint available for this. Okay. Don't get it. Okay. So there's only only two points or nothing. Skynet. Skynet is uh, the Terminator. Terminator movies. Yes. You're up to 15. All right. Number 14. Gertie. Oh, shit. Gertie. And there's a bonus available. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Ah, uh, Gertie, Gertie, Gertie. Mmm, 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 Gertie, Gertie. Oh, shit, I know this. But I'm going to need a hint because I can't think of it. Kevin Spacey. Oh, that's Moon. That's Moon for one point. That's Moon. Kevin Spacey as Gertie the robot on the moon. I like that movie. I've never seen that. I heard it's good. All right, 15 is it easy, but there is a bonus. Johnny number five. That's Short Circuit. And who's the actor? Who, who played Short Circuit? Correct. Who played Johnny number five? Howie Mandel. Yeah, no, Fisher Stevens with the terrible... I thought Fisher Stevens... Oh, you're was right. The Indian I'm, guy. You're fuck, I'm right. I fucked up. That's Howie I fucked Mandel up. was the robot. Was he for sure? I'm not for sure. But... Oh, all right. We're going to have no bonus on that. Sorry. You're right. Fisher Stevens was the Indian fucking guy. Really racist. Johnny number five. <laughs> Terrible. All right, you're up to 18. <clears throat> Ready? Uh huh. All right, number 16. ED209. That is uh, Robocop. Robocop. Yeah, yeah, I know my Robocop. Yeah, the hint was Kurtwood Smith. I don't know. There, uh, it was an uncredited voice who said, uh, put down your weapon. You have 20 <laughs> seconds. Put down your weapon. Uh, Robocop, uh, ED-209, for those of you who haven't seen Robocop in a while, is, is the first incarnation who shoots everyone at the uh, Right. It's the, like, yeah. not, there's, it's not the hybrid. No, it's, just pure it's the bad one. Yeah. I don't know. It's some kind of glitch. You call this a glitch? <laughs> you fucking guns into the volu- poor volunteer down. All right. Uh, here's, here's an easy one with a bonus. Agent Smith. Agent Smith would be um, the Matrix. What's the actor? Hugo Weaving. Yes, twenty-three yeah. points. Well, when this game started, I thought I was in trouble, but they get a little bit. They've gotten somewhat more in my wheelhouse. All right, uh, there is a bonus available. There is a bonus available. Edgar. Edgar. Um, Edgar. Edgar. Uh, I don't know. We just did this. We just did this? Yeah. We just did Edgar? We just did this. Oh, it's Electric Dreams. And who's the actor who played Electric Dream? Uh, Played Edgar. I don't know. Oh. Timothy Hutton? No. Bud Court. Oh, Bud Bud Court from Harold and Maude. Bud Court. I haven't seen that movie since the 80s. All right, here's number 19 in the last one. There is a bonus available. Okay. I thought there were 19. And this is 19. Okay. You have 26 points. Can you get 29? I don't know. Roy Batty. Roy Batty. Roy Batty. Roy Batty. Roy Batty. I don't know. Give me a hint. Oh, no. Well, here's your, here's your bonus. Rudger Hauer. Oh, fuck. It's Blade Runner? Yeah, it's Blade oh, Runner. shit. I forgot. Yeah. I can like, do his whole monologue, and I forgot the character name. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. The prototype for the Cylons. I suck for, with character names. I'm uh, so bad. I know. It's hard. Well, that was good. You got 27 points. That's better than I would have expected. That's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. All right. Good job. Good, good trivia, Thanks. you guys. Thanks. That was fun. Oh, that sad kid uh, uh, means it's time for the bottom five. Oh, 
there's a list of uh, five terrible things uh, that the host decides based on the, the, the podcast that we just did. Uh, <laughs> instead of the worst robots or the worst computer movies, I'm going back to Jim Carrey. That we talked about Jim Carrey earlier. Oh, yeah. I'm going the worst five Jim Carrey movies. Oh, okay. From cool. least... Curveball. E- Curveball. From least egregious to terrible. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. Batman Forever. I'll give you that. Liar, Liar. I've never seen that movie. The Yes Man. Never saw that movie. Me, Myself, and Irene. I'll give you that. And the number Although one. Although that did have the funny thing with the little guy. It was yeah. angry. Number one worst Jim Carrey movie. Where he was starting. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The number 23. Oh my God. Where he was terribly afraid of the number 23. <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost as terrifying as that light breeze in the happening. <laughs> and there's a little sorbet, if you will, a little yeah. palate cleanser. Clen- cleanse the palate. From that negativity, uh, we'll, we're going to go mo- moment of positivity. And my moment of positivity is thus. It is the appreciation that I have, the deep appreciation for the Oscar-worthy, in my mind, vocal performance by Bud Court and Electric Dreams. <laughs> I urge you once again all to watch this. I'm going to look before. Let's not cut this off till I'm looking this up on my phone. It's got to be on DVD. Bud Court plays Edgar, the computer, with such... Weirdness and sensitivity and uh, uh, pain and it, it, it's uh, it, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, it, it's it's one of my favorite performances, and he's just a voice. He but, is an amazing actor. But Bud Corey, if you haven't seen The Chocolate Wars, that's also worth seeing. A movie he did uh, around uh, in the eighties. And Harold Mod, of course. Oh, well, and of course Harold Mod, but that's yeah, that goes without saying. You are correct, Electric Dreams. Oh no, wait. It is on DVD. Well, I don't know. Let me check the region here. It is. As Todd checks that, I'm going to say thank you to everyone for listening. This has been the Film Big Podcast, number thirty-nine, 39th of these things. Um, Please join us at geeknation.com for our weekly um, web series that is released on Fridays, every Friday, without fail. Uh, Steve, if you really are obsessed with this film, you can get a Region 1. It's more widely available overseas, but you can't play it here. Um, (laughs) If you order right now from VicoCell... Yeah. On Amazon, you can get it for fourteen seventy, and it's brand new. But if but you don't I can't watch it, if you don't, yes, you can. This is a Region One DVD. Oh, okay. But if you don't order right now from Vico Cell and someone else does, then you're gonna have to pay fifty dollars for it. You better hurry up. I, uh, I went on eBay to try to win a, um, try to get an Airport Express old old one, and I lost at the last second. Someone swooped in. Oh, well, don't how. do that. Go on Amazon right now. You can get it used. Electric Dreams on yeah. DVD. It's ah. probably not a very good transfer, but whatever. Well, once again, go to geeknation.com. Listen to our podcast, please. If you have any uh, any thoughts on robot movies or computers or things we left out from today, or errors we made, factual errors, go to filmpigs.com uh, and comment. And uh, again, be sure to go to geeknation.com every Friday. Watch our damn web series. We put a lot of work into it. It's kind of fun, and they're short. They're like 15 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Max, we have uh, a lot of interesting guests, uh, a lot of fun people. Uh, my dog is going to keep barking at us, so we're going to get out of here. Uh, on behalf of Steve Skelton, who's in Poland, uh, Todd Robert Anderson. Thank Bye. you, Todd. Bye. Good job. Uh, I'm Stephen Falk. Uh, we are the Film Pigs. 
Good night, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.